It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, James Coe, Matt Harmon here with you on the Reception Perception, the show, uh, the podcast that focuses uh, primarily on wide receivers. But hey, man, we have fun talking about ball <laughs> in general. Hey, listen, that other game, though, in the AFC, it's Jacksonville versus Kansas City, Matt Harmon. And uh, and man, Jacksonville, you just felt, especially when uh, Mahomes got injured, Jacksonville really had a chance. But ultimately, they just couldn't quite get it going and it was Mahomes on one gimpy ankle and the Kansas City Chiefs advancing to their fifth consecutive AFC championship game I know it feels like kind of tough because oh Mahomes was hurt like we had the opportunity we only lost by seven points but is there any team that can like hold their head higher than Jacksonville right now. Like you weren't supposed to be in the divisional round. That's you still point. took Mahomes to, and the chiefs to seven points, even if again, he's compromised and then like you're the giants and got blown away by the number one right. seed. Like you, you had a competitive, competitive game. So, and all these teams, and again, I think Jacksonville's another team that's like, Hey, they need to, they obviously need a little more juice in their passing game. I don't love that. Um, I'm kind of go back and forth on the game plan they had, you know, they really emphasize getting the ball out of Trevor's hands quickly, which I think makes sense because, you know, they have like a so-so offensive line. They've had injuries there. Um, but you know, Chris and Chris Jones is like a game wrecker. The chiefs do run the passer, run rush the passer pretty well, but you know, and you know, obviously Christian Kirk pulls in that one deeper pass. Maybe we're having a different conversation here. Uh, so I, I get that, but like they definitely, they could have pushed the ball a little bit more and like, even, but at the end of the game, like Trevor Lawrence is trying to push jump balls to like Marvin Jones and Zay Jones. And, and like, we know that's not great. So, but they already have and it, it, keeping your head held high. They already have reinforcements on the way in Calvin right. Ridley. I think they're not done at wide receiver. I think they could potentially add sort of to talk about jump balls, somebody in the draft, like on the, maybe even the third round or something. That's like a big body X receiver prospect to go along with Ridley as a flanker and Kirk as a slot. And, Zay Jones is like a, a fourth guy or whatever. Right. Where they bring back Evan Ingram. But I, yeah, if I'm Jacksonville, I know it was disappointing because you had the opportunity to take down an injured Mahomes, but it is still a positive season for sure for Jacksonville. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can we talk about Kansas City, though? I mean, the fact that they uh, – the offensive mastermind of <laughs> of what they are doing in Kansas City and Andy Reid, it just – it's baffling to me, and, it, and it's awesome to kind of see. You know, they ran the ball with five different players, in, and we're just talking positional players, not the quarterbacks, but ran the ball with five different players, nine different players 
caught a ball, and this is with Travis Kelsey seeing 17 targets. That's crazy. 14 receptions. Nine different players still caught a ball for Kansas City. I, I just I just marvel at the offensive game plan that Andy Reid continues to put out there. So true. And to, to bring it back to running the ball too, what we talk about with the Bills, like I'm getting sick and tired of the fact that the Bills, like, oh, we get into a cold weather game. Our quarterback's playing a little, a little like haywire. They can't just like sack up and run the ball. Like right. but with Kansas City, though, it's like, okay, we're just going to put the ball in Isaiah Pacheco's belly because we have a good offensive line. Buffalo ain't got a good offensive line. And like, I mean, the Bills keep trying to find a running back on like day two. Devin Singletary, third <laughs> round pick. Zach Moss, third round pick. James Cook, third, right. second round pick. Yeah. But like, okay, well, you just found a Pacheco, like a big power runner who doesn't fit the like ethos of a Chiefs offense. You know, like, oh, we've got Mahomes and we got Jarrett McKinnon to do this like passing down stuff and he's a space player type of guy that fits with the spread offense the the spread coast the west coast spread coast hybrid thing that handy reed's got going here it's like nah we don't this is a playoff game like let's get out of here by just giving it to this crazy <laughs> power guy isaiah pacheco behind a big offensive right. line i agree well, with you it's it's being multi-dimensional matters yeah, and, and not just that, too. I think Andy Reid saw what the defense is doing on the other side and said, well, okay, so uh, so let me get this straight. You can run on, on Jacksonville, so let's just run on Jacksonville. Good, yeah. <laughs> you know? They're going to give not, it to you. Take it. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's not like it's not like Jacksonville was, was you know, uh, a, an absolute run-stuffing unit, right? Like, uh, they played well at times, I think, certainly. But, you know, I think they, they found matchups that they liked. They exploited it and they just ran the ball, which is, again, I think it's pretty admirable and pretty impressive that Andy Reid can kind of get out of that. Whatever whatever mindset that he had, he's just like, all right, it's fine. We'll just we'll just run it. It's OK. Um, you know, we'll, we'll toss it around the yard to nine, nine <laughs> different receivers, none of whom are spectacular in any way other than Travis Kelsey. Uh, we'll just again, we'll just rely on uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback in Patrick Mahomes on one leg to get it done, and that's what they did. It's it's incredible. One leg, dude. I mean, <laughs> when when they had him out there, I was like, how is he gonna? How is he gonna keep playing in this game? And he was clear like he wanted to go right back out there, which like again credit to Andy Reid that I he know. was like, no, you have to, you have to go get an X ray, pal. <laughs> get to the go to the locker room. You're literally jumping around like a. You know, I, I don't even know. I mean, I don't even like know what to compare man. it to. I know. Like a madman jumping around out there, like hopping backwards. I mean, he's literally like handing the ball off to Pacheco, like hopping on one foot. What are we doing here with Mahomes? And then he still comes back in and like made some, I mean, he's clearly, and who knows with the Chiefs going forward, what's going to happen. But like, he's clearly not going to be a hundred percent the rest of the year. He clearly wasn't a hundred percent in that game. And he's still like even without the scrambling stuff, you know, he was dynamic in the first one and a half drives. But then after that, it's like he's this compromised player, but he's still out there executing. You know, he's still out there getting the ball to Kelsey, getting the ball to Kadarius Tony a little bit. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. The Chiefs receiver core, I kind of wonder. And look, it's, I don't want to be like too reactionary to one year. Like, I, I wonder if they do this like the rest of the way with Mahomes, where it's almost kind of like Brady. I hope not. They have. I hope not. Well, yeah, it would be frustrating. <laughs> it would be frustrating <laughs> from like a fantasy perspective, but like sort of um, how they did it sort of in different eras with Tom Brady. Again, I think eventually Kansas City will hit on a superstar um, like receiver in the first, second, third round, something like that, and, and they'll they'll get it moving. But like, 
you know, I remember there were years with Tom Brady where it's like, okay, we have uh, Gronk and like nothing, you know, with but Edelman or whatever. We don't have a lot of receivers. Or even before like the tight end era, there was a bunch of like rando receivers they'd have with Tom Brady before they draft. They got Randy Moss and Wes Welker. And again, I think Kansas City will have that at some point, but it's just going to be like it's the crazy thing about Mahomes, man, is he's like just getting started. You know, like he's not even like in that peak of quarterback years yet, right? Like the Brady peak years came later into his thirties and stuff like that. I don't know that Mahomes will be like that, but we're gonna have so many different receiver core iterations, but this one has been so weird because it's like, it's just Jag after Jag after Jag, dude. Like, I mean, MVS, the, the problem, this- like the problem is that I, I'm a little worried that Andy Reed is going to look at the success here and, um, and basically turn this into like, do you remember Donovan McNabb in his like pre uh, TO days and Andy Reed was yes. his head coach. Right. And that's what this, that's what this core wide receiver core feels like to me is that, um, is that early 2010s, you know, Philadelphia Eagles roster where they had like Todd Pinkston and James <laughs> thrash and, Freddie Mitchell as like their leading receivers. And you're just like, uh, forget about like a thousand yard receivers. I don't think they even had like a 700 yard (laughs) receiver. They just like threw the ball around to all these different rando guys. And they just, Andy Reid just got it, tried to make it happen with, with, with scheme and Donovan McNabb just running around creating havoc and just trying to play as good a football as he possibly could. So I'm really hopeful, man, that um, that Kansas City doesn't turn into that uh, and that they, again, go back to what they were a couple years ago where wide receiver with Tyreek Hill and all the guys, that was a real strength for them and that they could get it done. By the way, Matt, I don't know about you, but I know Travis Kelsey had an awesome performance in terms of just overall volume, 14 catches, but 14 catches, not 100 yards. I don't know, man. Like he's what, how old is he now? 32, 33 years 34. old. Dude, he's 34, 34. I think 34 years old. What? Ah, I don't know, man. It's just, is he's he slowing th- down here? Me, he'll be 34 next year. He'll be there. Well, this so, year he'll be 34 this year in October. So 33. So, so, okay. So there you go. So uh, he's going into his age 34 season. Uh, I don't know, man. At some point the wheels are going to fall off there. And, um, and boy, I, I just I hope that Kansas City has the foresight and they've done a good job. By the way, they've done a good job drafting, too. So I hope they have the foresight this offseason to say, all right, let's throw some picks and some some assets at the wide receiver position. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to remember, too, with Andy Reid in Philadelphia, they even after the T.O. thing, they had Deshaun Jackson. They got him in the second round. He was a big time player. They drafted yeah. Jeremy Macklin, who was like, whatever, he was fine. But he was like, for, he, they took him in the first round. So I don't think Andy will like go. I, I think this is, again, this, this is sort of that era of, you know, I mean, McNabb comparing him to Mahomes, LOL. But like, you know, that, this is his <laughs> right. like, all right, you make these guys better. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. we're talking about this is why I think Mahomes is just like an, an, an animal unto himself, like a totally different breed that, like, yeah, you can throw him out there with, MVS and Justin Watson and freaking Juju being like a, a sort of a role player and like Sky Moore barely involved, you know, Kadarius Tony, they're, o- they're only using Kadarius Tony on like Mickey Mouse routes and gadget plays and stuff like that. He's not out there doing real receiver stuff, but like they can get away with that because they have 15 and like he, he's a just an alien, but like none of these yeah. other, 
you know, I love Josh Allen, but like you're not doing that with Josh Allen. You're definitely not doing that with a guy like Dak Prescott. You know, you you got to have more than one pitch. And right now, Kansas City has one pitch in uh, Mahomes and obviously Kelsey as well. But I agree with you. Yeah, I think that like I don't I don't think that this will be the the way that. Mahomes and Reed and create a receiver core going forward. But it's nice to know that you can do it. They're like, Hey, if you draft Sky more in the second round and he's not ready to contribute as a rookie, which isn't surprising. He was, you know, playing against pharmacists last year and guys were going to be bagging <laughs> groceries at the Ralph's. But uh, I mean, you know, like you're going to, you, maybe he's ready in 23 to be a guy. Maybe Kadarius yeah. Tony's more integrated than maybe they spend a right. second round pick on, on a, on a receiver or something. And, and he's a little more polished and ready to rock right away. Yeah. So, but it's nice to know that you can. It's nice to know that you can create like a, a sort of mishmash uh, receiver core here. This is a team that, again, I think they need somebody that can get in over the top, right? I think Agreed. that's really what unlocks Patrick Mahomes. I think that's what unlocks Andy Reid's mind as well. Somebody that can give you that, you know, multi-level uh, speed over the top because they just didn't have that. This look, they tried tried it with with MVS, but he's just so inconsistent over the top. Yeah, no. Kadarius Tony again, he does have speed, but it's all lateral, right? And uh, yeah. and again, I don't know if he's winning a lot of downfield routes. Sky Moore, who I think they put you know some draft capital into. Um, again, to me, I think profiles more as an inside wide receiver. So hopefully they can. I think with Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, um, I think that's an that's a really good building block. Um, it gives you something. It gives you a little juice somewhere. I really like the upside for Sky Moore too, by the way. Um, but they just need that one more piece that can get them over the top. And I think they need that team speed. And boy, I think that would um, behoove that Kansas City offense uh, quite a bit. All right, so there you go. I think we ran through all the teams, did we not? Jacksonville, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, New York, Philadelphia, and Dallas and San Francisco. I think our time runs a little bit short. What say you, Matt? Yep, I can't wait for these conference champion, championship games. I think it's the you know the best overall well-rounded teams are the four that made it here. So I think it'll be I think it'll be a fun weekend and um, you know, the the postmortems and quarterback debates and all that will will uh rage on <laughs> until then this is going to be last year was the most interesting year in nfl history in regards to wide receivers this year will be in my opinion i think the most interesting year i'm hoping i'm because i love chaos i love chaos i'm hoping that this is the year of the offseason quarterback there's so many offseason quarterback storylines running around running amok right now including we didn't even talk about aaron Rodgers, man aaron Rodgers. oh my goodness where's he gonna end up going so so many interesting stories, so much chaos that could be created with some quarterback moves um, all around the NF, uh, the NFL. So anyways, conference championship weekend is upon us. If you like the show, rate and subscribe to the show. James Coe, Matt Harmon, Reception Perception, the show. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya.